Hello and welcome to the 139th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Do you know these two words? Please repeat. Do you know these two words? Do you know these two words? Hey, let's try it in the third person singular. Does she know these two words? Please repeat. Does she? Does she? Does she? Does she know these two words? Okay, well, my question for you is, do you know these two words, wind and fall? I'm sure you do. Wind. How do you spell wind? W-I-N-D. Remember to repeat and imitate me. W-I-N-D. Wind. What is wind? Wind is a natural movement of air. Okay, so I suppose you know the word wind. What about fall? How do you spell fall? F-A-L-L. When you learn a new word, always ask yourselves, is it a noun? Is it a verb? How do you conjugate it? How do you spell it? Does it form part of an expression? Remember, you can really maximize your knowledge of the English language that way. Taking a look at two simple words, wind and fall. We know that fall is a verb, right? Fall, fell, fallen. And we can combine them. Let's push the words together and create one word, which is windfall. What is a windfall? A windfall is an unexpected or unearned gain or advantage. Please repeat. It's an unexpected gain or advantage. Now, the key idea here is the word unexpected. Remember, when you learn a new word in English, we need to pronounce it properly. So count the number of syllables when you learn a new word. This will help you pronounce the word properly. So here's the new word, unexpected. What does unexpected mean? Well, it's something that's not anticipated or something that's not foreseen. It's unforeseen. And in order to understand the concept of windfall, let's look at business. By the way, how do you spell the word business? I'm saying that because I have seen this word misspelled so many times. How do you spell business? B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. -S. Okay, so let's say you and I, we own a business and we sell our products or we sell our services because we want to earn money. We expect to earn a profit. We expect it. That is why we do business. Please repeat. That's why we do business. Remember the verb here with business is to do, not to make. So that's why we do business. We do business to earn a profit. Let's say you and I are going to sell our service and it costs 100 euros. We are going to sell a product or a service that costs 100 euros. And in order to sell, we need to spend about 80. Yeah, we need to spend 80 euros. 80 euros is our cost. So we expect to earn 20 euros. Please repeat. We expect to earn... We expect to earn 20 euros. Please repeat. How much do you expect to earn? One more time. How much do you expect to earn? Well, we expect to earn 20 euros. Why do we expect to earn 20 euros? Because our cost is 80. We are going to sell it for 100. 
and our profit is going to be 20. It's a given, right? It's a given. Wait a second. What does that mean? Yeah, are you familiar with the expression, it's a given? We use this a lot in American English. If something is a given, it's something that can be assumed. It's assumed, of course. It's natural. It's going to happen. It's a given. Okay, let's practice our conditional. I love to practice the conditional, and I hope this is really helping you. Once again, remember, we have the zero conditional in English, which talks about permanent truths or scientific facts or general habits. So, please repeat. If you consume more calories than you burn, you gain weight. Again, this is the zero conditional. If you consume more calories than you burn, you gain weight. It's a given. Let's do the first conditional. Remember, the first conditional is what we use to talk about a realistic situation in the present or the future. Okay, so please repeat. If you consume more calories than you burn, you'll gain weight. It's a given. How about the second conditional? Remember, the second conditional we use to talk about something that is improbable or impossible in the present or the future. Please repeat. If you consumed more calories than you burn, you would gain weight. It's a given. Remember to practice this new expression. It's a given. And the third conditional is something we use to talk about impossible situations in the past. A lot of times we use the third conditional to describe regrets. So, please repeat. If you had consumed more calories than you burn, you would have gained weight. It's a given. One more time. If you had consumed more calories than you burn, you would have gained weight. Okay, let's look at this concept of windfall, primarily because many energy companies have experienced what we call windfall profits. Windfall profits are sudden, unexpected earnings usually caused by a one-time event. You could inherit some money. You could win the lottery. The term windfall actually comes from fruit that falls from a tree because of the wind. Normally, you have to pick the apple from the tree. Normally, you have to pick the orange from the tree. Normally, you have to pick the peach from a tree. But if the wind blows hard enough, the fruit falls from the tree due to the wind, and so it's a windfall. I didn't have to do anything. So a lot of people are talking about these energy companies earning these windfall profits right now, primarily gas companies, because of the demand. There is more demand than supply. And again, a lot of that is due to the war in Ukraine, and in this case, Europe in particular relies a lot on Russian gas. And finally, when you talk about a windfall profit, many of you have heard about the windfall tax. By the way, what's a tax? Well, a tax is the amount of money that the government requires people to pay or businesses to pay according to their income or according to the value of their property. We all know what a tax is. Now, a windfall tax, as you can imagine, is a higher tax on the result of the windfall. So a lot of these energy companies today are having to pay a windfall tax. And one more thing, I love to talk about music. It reminds me of that song called Taxman by the Beatles. In fact, Taxman was written by George Harrison. 
back in 1966. Let's take a look at the lyrics quickly in this song. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, 19 for me, cause I'm the tax man. Should 5% appear too small, be thankful I don't take it all, because I'm the tax man. I'll tax the street. If you try to sit, I'll tax your seat. If you get too cold, I'll tax the heat. If you take a walk, I'll tax your feet, cause I'm the tax man. Don't ask me what you want it for, Harold Wilson. Harold Wilson was the Prime Minister of the UK in 1966. If you don't want to pay some more. So he says, don't ask me what I want it for if you don't want to pay some more. Mr. Heath, and then they refer to Mr. Heath, who was the leader of the Conservative Party. Because I'm the tax man. Now my advice for those who die, declare the pennies on your eyes. Because I'm the tax man and you're working for no one but me. <laughs> All right. It's very clear that uh, the situation concerning taxes hasn't changed in many, many years. Anyway, please go back and listen to this podcast. There is a lot of information here. Imitate me and go out and use your English without fear. I really hope you're improving with Crosby's Nine. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.